Hi, my name is Santito. This is Crypto Kid Podcast. I'm going to be talking to you guys about blockchain technology and cryptocurrency. What's up, my peeps? How's everybody doing? So, cryptos has been taken off on the push to 50,000. Can I get a whoop whoop in the comments? So this today's episode is going to be about Bitcoin will save North Korea. And I'm going to tell you why later on in the um, segment. But mostly what I'm going to be talking about is a cybersecurity company said if it has found software that appears to be installed code for mining cryptocurrencies and sending any mined coins to a server at a North Korean university. The latest sign that North Korea may be searching for new ways to infuse its economy with cash right and this is this is kind of old news this this happened in 2018 all right but i just felt like it'd be good to come back to this because the movement in north korea it's it's growing and it shows Especially with Miss Park coming out on Joe Rogan and talking about human rights that the Kim regime doesn't follow. And it's appalling. It's appalling what North Korea is going through. And I just feel like us as a society should help them grow. The second segment is, you know, story time. It's going to be a story time about about me finding a bat in the cottage. Okay. It was and my roommates freaking out. So that's going to be a good one. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine that? bats flying over your head like I don't know like literally I'll give you a little snippet like I heard something in the middle of the night and crawling through the walls and then next thing you know like a bat starts flying out of my ceiling it's crazy (laughs) so hopefully you all stay tuned in for that and then I'm going to be doing a little bit of Bible thumping about David and Goliath. So that's going to be a good show. I think it's going to be a good show. And hopefully y'all stay tuned into the very end. So take it easy. I'm looking forward to hearing you. Or looking forward to having you listen in the next segment. So what's up, everybody? Glad you're in listening to Crypto Kid Podcast.
So what's going on with North Korea? How come? How come there's cryptocurrency being mined at Kim Song University in Beijing? And in my opinion, they are trying to keep up with the world. And there's so much to be learned. But it's a hermit country, so how are they doing it, you may ask. And I'm going to tell you. The application, which was created on December 24th of 2017, uses host computers to mine a cryptocurrency called Monero. For those who have been in the cryptocurrency game for a while, know that that altcoin, it sends any coin to the Kim Song University in Beijing, said cybersecurity firm Alien Vault, which examined the program. The company added a covest that a North Korean server used the code does not appear to be connected to the wider internet, which could mean its inclusions is meant to trick observers into making a North Korean connection. People of Kim Song University, however, plays host to foreign students and lecturers, not just North Koreans. Okay, so that's how they're getting their their information is from foreigners, basically. Other people outside the country. So it's not their own people that found out about this technology on their own. Okay. This is outside information coming in by the government and then the government choosing who gets to learn this kind of technology and the government gets to control who teaches the technology also. Monero funds go to an unlinkable one-time address generated with random numbers every time a payment is issued that makes it less traceable than Bitcoin, where transactions then be linked to Pacific private addresses, cybersecurity experts said. Okay, Marshall Swat an expert in blockchain technology and financial exchange said 
cryptocurrency independence from government regulations and sanctions made them logically choose for covert transactions. quite interesting just taking a minute to to digest that and to get off topic here i think i think what miss park is doing with the north north korean and trying to stand up for human rights there and i just want to let you guys know and girls that she talks about how how we as people can send Bitcoin to North Koreans. And get them out of the bad situation that they're in. And by the way that they're doing it is how people are sending money to North Koreans to defect is that whoever gets the address has to memorize the number and then give it to their carrier or whoever's whoever they're trying to pay to get them out of the country without having to go through without having to sell themselves to people or or slavery so it's becoming easier and then like people with it's illegal to have to have money period like to have a good amount of cash in fiat currency in North Korea anyways like if you have a an x amount of whatever their currency is you can get thrown in jail for that and so you can't even save money even if if they're working like so they have to hide it and to keep it but the people that are able to save money can pay for their way out basically they have to literally smuggle it out and i'm appalled by this because they are risking their lives for for freedom and it became a crime to have an x amount of dollars or monies or whatever it is that they have and they can't be prosperous and they can't have prosperity is what I was trying to say. So they're literally having to go underneath the government's nose to to have a better life. And that's most important. Is searching for the pursuit of happiness. But if you if you can send some Bitcoin to North Koreans, please help them. Do whatever you can. Let's show them that the world does care about their conditions. It makes it extremely compelling for countries like North Korea, Venezuela, Iran, Russia, and other 
to exploit the non-government blockchain currencies for their own self-interest. And I believe that people that are going to learn about cryptocurrency at the universities or blockchain technology are going to share that to the people because it's going to be a way out for them. And there are people in the communist regime that have a good heart and want the best for their for their fellow citizens and that will try to find any way possible to to liberate them the lecturers i don't know they have an agenda and since they're foreigners you know they're going to do whatever the kim regime says but to get back on topic the lecturers were at quite basic level to give a general understanding of blockchain technology, which are also very relevant to trade, supply chains, and other e-business and spokesmen for the university said, we believe this teaching can give the next generation of North Korean professionals addition, additional concepts that may be valuable as they seek to develop their country. The spokesman added, we're are currently aware of this issue around sanctions, which we keep under regular review and take care to avoid any sensitivity, sensitive areas. And I think this is just another piece to the puzzle. for Bitcoin going way in the legendary books, histories, it's just, it shows you, it shows you like the sky's the limit and anything can happen. Good always prevails. So we need to sh- we need to show love to the North Korean people. We need to show them that they care. And by doing this, you can have another Miss Park, another North Korean defector spreading the message at the U- UN United Nations gathering, and more books being written about their tragic story living in a socialist communist country that just oppresses their people. Even even government officials are turning against the Kim regime. If the government's officials are not happy, you know like something's bound to break. Okay, they're hanging on a thin line. The only thing is, not when it's going to fall, or not, it's not a matter of when, but how it will fall. I don't even think that makes sense. No, this is how it goes. It's not a matter 
if it will happen, it's when it will happen. I had to think about that for a second. All right. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm tired. I've been working. And I'm just doing this because I feel like it helps. I'm not a financial expert. I'm not someone that you should admire or listen to. I'm just someone talking on the radio and there are people that listen. So thank you so much for finding more about Bitcoin saving North Korea. And if you find this helpful to you, please share this on your platforms. What's up, fam? Glad you tuned in to story time. So, as you all know from the intro, my cottage had bats in it and kind of freaked me out. (laughs) It really did. My roommate thought I was crazy when I told him there was a bat in the house. He's like, no way, man. He's like, you're tripping. I'm like, I'm not. I promise, bro. I'm not. And I was like, at least not this time anyways. (laughs) But I was telling him, I was like, you're going to see, watch. And the next thing you know, you just like hear a high squeaky voice the next day or squeaky sound the next day. And it's just like, they knew they like the other guy that I room with found out also. And he's like, what's going on? So the person that I told went to bed. Because we didn't see any. And I get up later on in the night to use the restroom. And the darn bat is there. Hanging on the ceiling. I'm just like, I'm like, guys, wake up. Wake up. (laughs) One did. And... And we're like freaking out. We're like army crawling inside the bathroom and trying to trying to figure out ways to to catch this thing. And so my roommate, he runs down the downstairs and grabs like a container like for a salad or whatever. I don't I don't even know what it was used for, but we go and grab that. Our other roommate wakes up. And he's like, guys, I heard you. I heard you freaking out. I'm like, yeah. And so he jumps in the bathroom too. I'm like, what are you doing? You're going to get it going. Flying all over the place. And the bat's just like, they're looking at us and moving. I'm just like, oh my word, please don't go. Please don't fly off the wall. And so the kid that woke up, he grabs the salad container. And runs against the wall and traps it. I take the salad cover and wedge it in between the wall and the container. And we finally trap it. And the next thing you know, the bat lunges at the container with his teeth out at our faces. Just crazy moment. I'm surprised we didn't drop that thing. And, And we're like, 
What do we do? What do we do? So one guy said that, well, if we let it out now, it's just going to come back. If it's like a flying squirrel, we have to let it go in a five mile radius. And I was just like, all right, so we'll just leave it in there with a little bit of air going through, poke some holes, whatnot, so it can still breathe. If they breathe, I'm sure they breathe. Yeah, they definitely breathe. And so it doesn't suffocate to death. And we'll let it out in the morning. So we literally went all the way to Mount Major to let that thing go. It was trippy. I'll tell you what. One of the most craziest and funnest situations of my life living in New Hampshire. I'm not going to lie. It was just a great time. And me and the guys, we had... That was definitely a fun and rememberable moment for this lifetime that I have here. And definitely going to be reminiscing this in the future. And I love times like this. It's just, you know, building a, building a friendship and a bond with these two guys that I'm rooming with and sharing our vulnerabilities because we're not perfect. We all have our flaws and just, you know, really, really keeping each other accountable for the things that we do. And wanting, wanting the best for for each other too looking out for each other's best interest and being there when we are feeling down or in the dumps you know these are people that I could pour my heart out to and that I could tell them, you know, just like, hey guys, I'm really messing up right now, like, can you help me, or will you, will you at least be there just for me to talk to, to vent, to let out my emotions, or whatever it is that I'm going through, and that's so important to have, you know, having someone that doesn't judge you and that that looks after you through your best of times and through your worst of times. And the journey's great. And if you don't have any friends like that, just be patient. You will get them. You will get those those people that will really push you to do better in life and that will pick you up when you fall down and that are also willing to have those hard conversations with you those awkward discomfort 
moments, you know, and, and stepping over boundaries when they need, when it, the time comes. So hopefully this helps you. If you're going through the same situation, going through a similar thing and share this. Let me know if, if you have any crazy roommate stories like that. So take it easy and live life to its fullest. So my Bible thumpers, glad y'all tuned in. So today's story, see, we talking about David and Goliath here, and how David overcame criticism, judgment, and prevailed through the power of God. And his own, his own people didn't, didn't believe that he was going to defeat Goliath. It's just, it's an amazing story. If, if you all never heard about it or read about it, it's in First Samuel, chapter 17. And I really urge you to read it because it shows like when the odds are against you, God's right there. God's right there. And... He's standing with you through through something that that seems impossible to to take on. But the most the most important thing is I admire David's courage and his confidence in the God and the knowing that God had his back. And that he was guiding his every step, his every throw, his every aim. You know, all that was in the hand of God. And God's God's kind of working like that in my life, you know. I don't always, I don't always get the things that I want, or always have the outcome that I would like. But it's just showing me to get on my knees and to pray to the Father in heaven and to leave it in His hands and to know. 
that God allows things to me that I don't understand at the moment, but later on, it all comes to clarity. And one of the part of one one of the there was a part in the story that that King Saul gave David some armor and David said, you know, I don't need it. I don't need it. I have my I have everything on me that I need and I don't need anything additional to help me. If anything, it would probably hold him back if he took more armor or more swords or whatever it is or a helmet. So when he said no, it kind of worked in his favor. It did work in his favor. And and it showed the men, it showed the army, like, what God can do through someone so small and not even a man yet. So I guess, I guess what I have to say is, like, Always have your heart looking to the man above. And no matter how how bad this world can get, like God's there to fight the battles with you. And also to remember that God does allow bad things to happen to good people. It's just a part of his plan. I don't know why he does it. He just does. It's just something we're going to rely our trust and hope and faith and, and love towards God. No matter what he does or allows us or allows whatever happens to us, that he just has a better vision for us. <laughs> so what what has God done in your life? What battles have you faced? And you trust God to take care of it. Did he take care of it for you or did he not? Let me know. I'm just going to end this off with a prayer. Father, thank you for allowing me to do this podcast. And Father, I appreciate you having my roommates here with me and to keep me accountable through my weaknesses and 
to have hard conversations with me. With my struggles in life and and Father, I just I just want to honor you and to be your servant. And sometimes it's hard to do that with this world and. looking to other things to satisfy my pleasures. Father, I just pray that you satisfy me, that you fill my cup, and that you hope, and that you give me the strength through through these times of trouble. Father, I pray for anybody else that's going through this situation that they reach out to you or they know somebody that that loves you and that are willing to share the gospel to you or to them. And to be kind-hearted and slow to speak, slow to anger, and not to be judgmental and being genuine. In your son's holy name I pray, amen.